It's June 30th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top story today. Early this morning, Russia pulled back its forces from the strategically important Snake Island, where they have faced relentless Ukrainian attacks, but kept up its push to encircle the last bulwark of Ukraine's resistance in the eastern province of Luhansk. Russia's defense ministry said it withdrew as a goodwill gesture. Ukraine's military said the Russians fled the island in two speedboats following a barrage of Ukrainian artillery and missile strikes. Russia took control of the island that sits on top of a busy shipping lane in the opening days of the war in an apparent hope to use it to control the area and use it as a staging ground for an attack on Odessa. The island came to epitomize the Ukrainian resistance to the Russian invasion when Ukrainian troops there received a demand from a Russian warship to surrender or face bombardment. Russian warship, the answer came back, go fuck yourself. Britain will provide another $1.2 billion of military support to Ukraine, the British government said yesterday. The funding will go toward boosting Ukraine's defense capabilities including air defense systems, uncrewed aerial vehicles, new electronic warfare equipment, and thousands of pieces of equipment for Ukrainian soldiers. However, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky said in a video link-up with the NATO summit in Madrid that Ukraine needed $5 billion a month for its defense and protection. Trade through Lithuania to the Russian enclave of Kaliningrad could return to normal within days, two sources familiar with the matter told Reuters. Kaliningrad, which is bordered by European Union states and relies on railways and roads through Lithuania for most goods, has been cut off from some freight transportation from mainland Russia since June 17th under sanctions imposed by Brussels. European officials are in talks about exempting the territory from sanctions which have hit industrial goods such as steel, so far paving the way for a deal in early July if EU member Lithuania drops its reservations, said the people who declined to be named because the discussions are private. I think this is a really interesting story because Lithuania seems to have more steely nerves than Germany who's trying to loosen the sanctions. Of course, there is a huge risk of escalation as Kaliningrad has been called out specifically by Russian President Vladimir Putin as a triggering issue for them. However, I'm not sure that Putin is suicidal enough to send in troops and launch a war with NATO because of Kaliningrad, but I've been wrong before. Elsewhere, Israeli lawmakers voted to dissolve parliament on Thursday, collapsing the government, installing a caretaker prime minister, and sending an exhausted electorate to a fifth election in less than four years. The vote will give Benjamin Netanyahu, the right-wing former prime minister and current opposition leader, a chance to regain power. While polls suggest that Mr. Netanyahu's party will remain the largest party in parliament, they also show that his wider right-wing alliance could still struggle to form a majority coalition prolonging Israel's political stalemate 
and raising the likelihood of another election in 2023. Mr. Netanyahu is currently on trial for corruption. Chinese President Xi Jinping has arrived in Hong Kong to mark 25 years since the former British colony returned to Beijing's rule. It is his first visit outside mainland China since the start of the pandemic nearly two and a half years ago. China took control of the territory after pro-democracy protests in 2019 and 2020 and has been crushing Hong Kong's freedoms. No details of the president's itinerary have been made public. The lone surviving member of a group that carried out a 2015 rampage across Paris was found guilty Wednesday of all charges, including murder and terrorism, and sentenced to life in prison, bringing the biggest criminal trial in modern French history to an end. The court found that Salah Abdeslam played a key role among the men who deployed explosives and assault rifles as they targeted the Bataclan concert venue in several restaurants and cafes on the night of November 13, 2015, killing 130 people and injuring hundreds. Four people have been arrested and charged after 53 migrants died in what one Homeland Security Investigations agent called the deadliest human smuggling incident in U.S. history. The migrants were found in sweltering conditions inside a trailer in San Antonio on Monday after an employee at a nearby building heard cries for help. More than a dozen people were found alive inside the tractor-trailer and hospitalized for heat-related conditions, according to San Antonio authorities. The dead include 27 people from Mexico, 14 from Honduras, 7 from Guatemala, and 2 from El Salvador. Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the namesake son of an ousted dictator, praised his father's legacy and glossed over its violent past as he was sworn in as Philippine president this morning. His rise to power, 36 years after an army-backed people power revolt booted his father from office and into global infamy, upends politics in the Asian democracy. In his inaugural speech, Marcos Jr. defended the legacy of his late father, who he said accomplished many things that had not been done since the country's independence. Marcos Jr., a former governor, congressman, and senator, has refused to acknowledge massive human rights abuses and corruption that marked his father's reputation. Activists and survivors of the martial law era under his father protested Marcos Jr.'s inauguration at the steps of the National Museum in Manila. In a news story that almost makes you want to shed your skin, police in Germany said Sunday they discovered more than 110 dangerous snakes on a farm after a woman who lived there sought medical treatment for a poisonous bite. While the woman's condition deteriorated and authorities hastily ordered an antidote from a specialist institute in Hamburg, police visited the farm in central Germany and found dozens of snakes. In a statement, police said specialists determined the snake collection included both constrictors and poisonous varieties, which weren't housed in appropriate terrariums. The reptiles were all impounded. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the dsrnetwork.com. 
Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.